Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and your host. At each new zodiacal season, I offer audio horoscopes by donation for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can also find written and edited transcripts of these horoscopes in my free virtual member community. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain the production of these readings. Thank you. You can find more information in the show notes or at embodiedastrology.com. Hello Capricorn, welcome to Leo season. Just a moment ago when I started recording, there were all these dogs howling um, in my neighborhood. I don't know if they're going to start again, and I doubt you'll be able to hear them on the recording, um, but I just wanted to let you know that you have uh, howling uh, canines <laughs> calling in, ushering in your reading, and I was feeling into that as a piece of symbolism, as an offering to the intuition of this moment, the uh, nature of the reading that wants to come through, and the feeling I got was this kind of raw passionate fury and self uh like self-affirming um expression like a howl I don't know how dogs feel or wolves feel when they howl um <laughs> I could be completely off base but when I howl when I have that feeling in my body it's like uh hell yeah um I'm a beast, you know, and I'm claiming my place in the family of creatures um, kind of vibe. And I feel like that's on brand for what Capricorn is serving in Leo season. Um, when I tune in with your chart, I am feeling the immensity of a chapter shifting for you. And this is a chapter that has, uh, you know, begun in 2008, many of you know, when Pluto entered your sign. And in the week before Leo season begins in 2023, there's a very uh, significant uh, new moon in the last degrees of Cancer opposing Pluto in your sign. And this is accompanied by the nodal shift of the uh, eclipse points moving into Aries and Libra. We'll have eclipses in Aries and Libra over the next couple of years. And so the whole cardinal cross is activated. You're a cardinal identified person as a Capricorn, however you feel your Capricorn. Um, and this heralds a very important shift in energy in your chart. And when you think back to 2008, um, I want to invite you in particular to think back to what was beginning then that was about to take you on a 15-year journey um, of learning about personal power and how power um, happens, <laughs> how power happens, what power means. Um, especially when it comes to relationships with other people, especially when it comes to the way that you feel yourself needing to 
um, fulfill societal roles or cultural expectations that have things to do with success, you know, and the ways that you might feel valued as an adult uh, in whatever cultures, societies, families you're from, and also in your own sense of self, right? In your own sense of spirit, what are you trying to achieve in this lifetime? And whatever we're trying to achieve has a lot to do with the kinds of people we attract and call in and has a lot to do with what we build, right? And how we anchor in our lives and what we root in. And so the energy that precedes Leo season is ushering in um, a really big vibe shift for you. And it's not out of the blue. This is something that has been gaining momentum now for the past several years. I want to say that definitely since 2020, you've been really turning a new page in terms of a lot of things. And in the past six months or so, if you think back to the beginning of 2023, um, your energy and outlook it has, has changed remarkably. And of course, it has everything to do with everything you're doing, but the combination of all the things that you're doing and all the ways that you... Um, are shifting inside of yourself and all the ways that your relationships are shaping you, the combination of all of this is that you are ready for a really new kind of experience and who you used to be is not who you are now. And Leo season then brings an opportunity for you to um, initiate a process of transformation and some kind of, I'm going to say, unearthing, rebirthing uh, journey into the realms of what needs to be somehow released, cut away, uh, ended. For some people, you know, there are significant endings that need to happen at this time. Big cord cuttings. Um, and it feels like a really important time for you to be considering your own mortality, your own fallibility. And in light of everything there is to lose and everything there is to gain right now when it comes to you applying the lessons that you've learned over the last 15 years and really um, claiming power in the ways that you have learned that it needs to be practiced, especially relationally, you know, you have to do a deep dive over the next couple of months. And Leo season is the beginning, but you're in, you're in a kind of uh, transformational journey until, well, I'm going to say you've got a chapter that's taking you until early October. Um, no, no, no. I take that back. You have this chapter that's starting now that's going to take you into early September. And then you have another chapter that's beginning in early September that will have a turning point at the end of the year. And then that chapter will conclude next year in uh, April and May. And so you're in a period right now that is culminating in some kind of new way of being that you're really going to 
I think, bring into practice in a different way or, you know, start to shape your life around in a different way um, sometime middle of next year is the feeling for me. And so what is happening now is basically you are clearing space. And the space clearing that wants to happen is about removing from your life what keeps you from authentic power. And it's very important here that we understand that power is not power over, it's power with. And whatever you have been trying to work out in your sense of self and in your relationships, especially over the last 15 years, power has been a, a major present theme. And I'm sure you've experienced both sides of the equation. You've experienced being um, partnered and in relationship and in contract uh, and in confrontation with people who really seem to have a lot of power over you. And you have also been in the seat of power with other people. And there's something that you know now about yourself and about how you need to be in relationship especially when it comes to love and money and shared resources, especially when it comes to, um, I want to say sex. I want to say sex, love, money, shared resources, sex. Um, and, you know, in a lot of ways, it's like Capricorn can be very directional and and so I also want to say that when it comes to life path, and, and what I mean here is the way that people get into it with each other around life path, you know, and I'm sure you've been in relationships like this. I know I have, right? Where I'm like, I want to grow like this. And the person I'm with is like, well, I can't love you then, right? Or the person I'm with is like, I want to grow like this. And I'm like, wow, okay can't hang with it. I got to go. So there's something about the place of life path, you know, and intentionality and the way that people are, are efforting and working that in your experience over the last 15 years, you've needed to learn something. So what have you been learning these last 15 years? Well, my hope for you is that at this point, the cumulative effect of what you have been learning is a more nuanced understanding of your own boundaries and needs that allows you to meet other people with consideration and care in their boundaries and needs. And that you have managed to get to a place where you have language and skill to negotiate the reality of relationships, which is that people don't always want the same thing. And oftentimes people don't get along. And so inside of that reality where conflict can actually be productive, it can be generative, uh, especially when freedom is being practiced, freedom of choice, agency, you know, in terms of bodily autonomy, things like that. There's a lot of potential uh, for relationships actually to be very liberating places, especially for people who have significant Capricorn placements in their charts that would lead them to want something like stability, right, with relationships, that would lead them to want something like commitment. 
So you have learned something about what you want and need in committed long-term uh, partnerships, collaborations. Again, this can include a wide range of relationship, you know, styles and titles and whatever. Um, but it is essential. It feels like that you can work the subtext of the relationships at this point. Okay, so I'm going to leave that there and I will be back in one minute. In every single horoscope I'm reading for Leo season this year, I'm talking about the importance of self-awareness and self-love. As the nodal axis shifts into Aries and Libra throughout 2025 and Venus retrogrades in Leo from July 22nd through September 4th, we're being collectively called to look in the mirror and examine the essence of how and what we express into the world. These kinds of inquiries are meant to go far beyond the superficial. They are meant to pull us into the depths of our own psyche and confront us with the ways we've learned to hate and harm ourselves and others within systems that profit from distress and dis-ease. The work of changing culture is vast and many routes will lead to the kinds of repair and healing needed. But one path that is particularly powerful for anyone right now is a path of creative, courageous self-expression. Engaging in practices and play that help us access the wisdom of our imaginations is an act of resistance inside of cultures that compound trauma and make it difficult to dream. When we have access to spaces where we can experiment and feel inspired, we're also more likely to experience integration and joy. So even if it seems silly or superfluous within the state of current affairs, taking some time over the next several weeks to draw pictures, make music, dance, dream, write poetry, and play in ways that don't require perfection or productivity for others are of enormous benefit and will help in the clarification and discernment processes that pretty much everyone is going through on some level. As program curator here at Embodied Astrology, I structure the schedule so that our workshops are always right on time for current celestial weather. Beginning on July 23rd, which is the day after Leo season begins, Brazilian astrologer and trans photographer, who also happens to be EA's visual director, Gabs404, will offer a four-week series on Sundays, that's the sun's days, that explores astrology through the lens of self-portraiture. While these workshops are timed thematically for current transits, this offering is also an evergreen experience and it focuses on four highly important points in any astrology chart, which are called the cardinal angles. The cardinal angles include your ascendant as well as your descendant, zenith, and nadir. If you don't know what those words mean or why they matter, this course will teach you about how the light at the time of day you were born influenced the expression of your chart and set up a map for your personal and relational development. In each of the four sessions, Gabs will introduce one angle and its influences and offer a visual presentation of photography that illustrates how these aspects in a chart express. You'll then receive prompts and support to devise your own self-portraits through processes of exploration and discovery. Not only will this series teach you about photography, astrology in general, and your natal chart, but I guarantee that working with this content will also teach you things about yourself that are absolutely crucial for your personal happiness and success and for the work and ways you want to relate with others and the world around you. This series, Self in Four Directions, will be available by recording if you can't attend live, and it includes access to a virtual gathering space where participants can share and discuss their work and process. 
All of Embodied Astrology's events are available by sliding scale, and no one is turned away for lack of funds. For more information on this workshop series and EA's other workshops and classes, check the show notes or head to the Learn section at embodiedastrology.com. Okay, so the subtext of relationships, what is happening below the surface, is the theme for you in your life right now, you in relationship to yourself right now, and you in relationship with other people right now. You want to get to a place um, over the next couple of months where you have divested from, I'm going to say, the traps of entanglement that have to do with unequal distribution of power and power over dynamics. And what this means is there's not consent. People are asserting onto one another. There might be uh, all kinds of ways, right, that individuals in these dynamics are not able to contribute in ways that feel meaningful to them, are not able to make the choices that they need to make for themselves, might be actually experiencing harm. You know, power over dynamics often include some kind of abuse, mental, emotional, physical, psychic, spiritual abuse, um, sexual abuse, right? Intimate violence. So Capricorn, it is not in your best interest to engage with these kinds of dynamics. It does not serve your growth. It does not serve the kind of person that you are trying to become. And over the next couple of months, you have to divest yourself of what would keep you uh, hooked in to those kinds of dynamics. It won't happen all overnight, but this is a significant period of opportunity for you to do major cleansing, healing, and purification with Venus retrograding in your eighth house in Leo. So over the next couple of months, um, please take the time to really meditate with any patterns that you have of self-hatred. That's huge, right? How many ways could you hate yourself in a world that is literally set up to profit on your self-hatred. It's fucked up, <laughs> right? The abusive supremacist way of being in general uh, functions on self-hatred. That is its driving force. That is its fuel. So this is a period of time to look at what are the causes and conditions that have seeded the uh, you know, rooted the, the growth of self-hatred in yourself. And it's like, we all have these seeds. What has watered that's, those seeds in you? How have you nurtured those seeds, right? What uh, I know, you know, as a person who was born uh, assigned female at birth, who was socialized female, that I have been rewarded uh, in my life for hating my body, right? That's, that's one way that... Uh, Wow, a lot of products get sold to women who hate their bodies. You know what I mean? It's a, a huge revenue increase to get people to feel insecure. So you may have participated, you know, in ways of being that are profiting or somehow, you know, achieving some kind of access advantage or privilege because they nourish or nurture self-hatred, maybe in you and maybe in other people. 
This is a period of time in which Capricorn especially has an opportunity to get free of some things. It feels like y'all are trying to liberate yourselves. And I want to encourage you to think back to uh, 2015 and then to think back again to 2007, depending on how old you are, and what you learned, especially in the uh, kind of mid parts of the year, those years, July, August, this period of time, Leo season, what you learned um, uh, and, and particularly what you learned about relationships and power and power dynamics. And anything that strikes you in your memory field from those periods of time about these themes, ask yourself what you need to be learning about those themes now. And through the course of Leo season, you have so much opportunity to reshape yourself. It's really remarkable. Uh, Capricorn is going through a, a total metamorphosis right now. And it's not just going to magically happen for all Capricorn identified people. It will happen for the ones who are working for it to happen and for the ones who are open to it happening and participate with it happening. If you're listening to your astrology, I'm going to guess that you're a person who at least entertains the mystical. And so I want to say that uh, Leo season and heading into Virgo season this year is an amazing time for you to be in awe. It's an amazing time for you to seek spiritual expansion. It's an awesome time for you to be creative and imaginative and connect with parts of yourself that maybe you forgot somewhere back there. Now, I don't know how you do this when, um, you know, so many things are falling apart in the world. I don't know how you do this when you're trying to survive in the capitalist machine, but somehow, some way, somewhere, take some time off. And even if you have 10 minutes, use those 10 minutes to notice how uh, light shines off water, to notice how a bee um, connects with a flower. Uh, notice the shape of clouds, notice the shine of a petal of a flower. You know, like what can you notice that is about beauty, that is about sensuality and present moment existence and experience? Be in that space. Be in imaginative space. Be in playful space. Try and feel that for yourself. And then do some contrast and compare work. And think about how you want to feel in your life. And think about how you have felt in your life. And then do some uh, mathematics, right? And <laughs> like divide, I don't, know, I don't know how you say this, practice uh, subtraction. Like subtract from what you want in your life, what you don't want in your life right? How do you let go of the ways that you have also maintained the relational dynamics all over in all parts of your life that have kept you stuck in feeling bad, that have kept you in places where your heart was closed or where you were in spaces of fear, where you felt isolated and afraid, where you were hung up on your ego 
trying to control other people and being a jerk and then feeling bad about it. You know, like, and I'm not trying to yell at you right now. I know my voice right then. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I have Venus and Mercury in Virgo. I'm like, listen, bitch. No, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I have Capricorn in my chart too, you know? And I think that the Capricorn tendency, the Capricorn temperament, I have so much compassion for it. It's like, it's so hardworking. It's so self-reliant. It's so competent. And those ways of being can rapidly shut down a heart field. And it can be really hard to feel safe with other people. It can be really hard to let yourself be taken care of, probably because you had to be taking care of other people before you were ready. Probably because you stay having to take care of all kinds of stuff that actually shouldn't you shouldn't have to. So please know that I'm saying this with compassion. But let go, right, of what keeps you feeling limited in love. Let go of patterns of dishonesty and masking. Uh, let go of asserting, right? You can be tender in your conversations. You can have curiosity. You can like uh, really practice receptivity while you also state your boundaries. Um, let go of making assumptions about other people right? Really start to practice consent in your relationships. And consent requires a lot of communication. I like this. This is what I want to do. How do you feel about that? Are we on the same page? If we're not on the same page, let's make sure that we don't move forward that way yet. Take care of yourself and take care of other people. So Leo season, moving into Virgo season, is the time to do the, the processing work, the filtering work, that helps you get to a liberated space, a more liberated space, where you feel like you are held in relationships where there's more reciprocity, where you feel valued for what you bring, where you also are getting what you need from other people. And the way that you get there is by liberating yourself, right? And liberating others. And the way that you do that work is by loving yourself. So this is the season to do the work, Capricorn. This is an amazing season to work with your astrology, to work with any kind of divination practice, to go to therapy, um, to let your friends grill you. You know, uh, sometimes your friends can really give it to you like it is. They, they can hold a mirror up for you. Let your friends support you in this. Um, the more that you can invest into your transformation and healing right now, the more that you can invest into letting go where you're ready to let go and opening up to what is calling you intentionally, the more benefit you get from it. And next season in Virgo season, um, there's actually a lot to uh, kind of harvest from the work that you are doing now. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with current astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom in the somatic space where we work with the upcoming week's solar season, lunar cycle, and planetary transits through embodied practices, guided visualizations, and moving meditations. Every session, I offer an astro overview and tips for observing your own chart placements. Our practices are designed for you to come back to them for body-based mindfulness support throughout the week. These classes are also all offered by donation. If you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, 
You'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation, Q&A, and resource sharing space. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on. Our podcasts and horoscopes are actually just the surface. In our membership spaces, we also offer a variety of transformative, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. All right, so let's finish this reading with a little bit of timing. The first week of Leo season from the 22nd through the 29th continues the uh, kind of tidal wave of vibe shift that the last week of Cancer season brought in. Um, From the 22nd through the 29th, there is an energy of rapid change in the collective space. For you, I actually feel like a lot of your change is happening internally. Now, for many of you, um, it's like also external and you got all kinds of stuff going on. But I think for a lot of Capricorns, um, this season is actually one of the more internal reflective ones while many, many signs are kind of getting all kinds of shakeups. Now, I could be wrong. You could have all kinds of things going on in your chart. But the first week of Capricorn, uh, <laughs> the first week of Leo season is the time um, that it feels like to me that really the best thing to do is to remain as present as possible and try and be in observation of your inner impulses and reactions and responses to what is happening around you. Because if you're not going through a lot at this period of time, then a lot of people around you are. So if you're not fielding an intense amount of change and maybe some chaos or big shifts, then at least you know, uh, over half of the people who are immediately around you probably are. And especially for you during this time, I really want to say that um, it feels important that you are really checking in with, you know, what do you want and what don't you want? And letting yourself reflect on what keeps you stuck in what you don't want. What has kept you stuck and what you don't want? Make that a kind of focal point this first week of Leo season. Um, We're moving towards a full moon. The full moon is on August 1st. And the full moon in your chart is kind of ripe for revelation. Um, And the revelation that feels like it wants to come here is about how you can have what you want. And for some of you, this might mean material considerations. For some of you, this might mean relationship Uh, considerations. For some of you, this might also have a lot to do with uh, kind of bigger picture ideas of where you're headed and how you see your future. Um, But this is a full moon that is wanting to help you manifest. And so if you can lead up to that week with what don't you want, what do you want, kind of that, you know, consideration and contrast game that I was talking about, then you're ready for the energy at the full moon. And 
then the two weeks between the full moon on August 1st and the new moon on August 16th are weeks that are filled with the energy of change and transformation. And especially in your chart, there is so much support for you to shift elements in your life, tweak them, hack them, figure out how to create and recreate in ways that actually can really serve you in some new ways. And I don't know what you're trying to do, but it feels like whatever you're trying to do wants to result in some kind of deeper sense of satisfaction for you. And, you know, that's human. It's like we all want to feel better out here. But it feels like you might actually have access to something that is going to make you feel a little bit better. And not just you, but also other people. And particularly other people who... Uh, you might be creating with or you might have some kind of chemistry or romance or attraction uh, with or people who, uh, you know, for whatever reasons, you might be sharing a lot with. And those relationships are ripe for some shifting. As we move towards the new moon, um, from August 13th through the 16th, I want to say that the focus feels more and more on solitude for a lot of you. Now, for some Capricorns, there is a highly relational element at this time that feels a very intimate, highly intimate. So some of you out there are wanting to get real close uh, with somebody else, but if that's not the vibe, you're wanting to be real close with yourself right now. And even if you want to be real close with somebody else, I really want to encourage you to also <laughs> be close with yourself uh, around this new moon. And this is a, a new moon that in your chart wants to help you again manifest and also release. So there's a kind of dual-sided uh, letting go, release energy, dying off as the new comes in. And this is a very deep feeling new moon for you. It's very soulful. Um, if you can take time alone on this day, this would be an excellent new moon to make an altar for, to light a candle with, um, really to give honor to those that have come before and those that will come after you, and then to make some kind of offering, to let go of what's ready to let go, so you can bring in what's ready to bring in. Because after the new moon, as the moon begins to wax, and as we head towards Virgo season, there is a whole new energy building for you. And this energy feels like that howl that I started your reading with. It has that kind of feeling. It's like, let's go. There's excitement. There's some kind of new feeling. There's bravery. There's freedom. There's a feeling of getting unhooked or untangled from something, I hope. And you get that if you do the work. Capricorn identified people out there refusing to put down the power over hierarchical control trips who are refusing to get out of their, you know, controlling relationships, you don't get that. I'm sorry. But if you do the work in Leo season to initiate the conversations, if they need to happen, to be honest with yourself, that's the first step, then you get to start to feel this. Now, it might be a longer process of liberation for some of you, but you've been working on this for a long time. And if it's not 
by the end of Leo season. I think it's by the end of 2024. So I'm asking you, what don't you want? And what do you want? Okay. Would you like to hear how this season's astrology fits into the larger arc of 2023? If so, I have a reading for you. It's your annual 2023 year ahead reading. Those came out at the beginning of the year and they are now discounted to 50% as we get into the second half of the year. Uh, these readings are total devotional practice for me. They are two hours or in two hours for each sign. They come with a transit PDF and important dates and they give you the overarching uh, themes of your, your, your opportunities, your challenges. And 2023 is a very important year, as I'm sure that you can feel just living on the planet. It is a year of um, mounting pressure <laughs> to change and to shift and uh, adapt with things as they change and shift. And that means that we're all doing some variation of this in our lives. So if you want to get the picture uh, in the big scope uh, for your year and also how 2023 threads into the years before and after, check that out at embodiedastrology.com. Capricorn, I'm wishing you all the best in Leo season and beyond. Lots of love. Bye for now.